0: Uh, This is Karen Tate, and uh, this is Voices of the Sacred Feminine Radio. I sure appreciate you tuning in tonight and uh, being with us. And that snippet you were listening to, uh, the music opening tonight's show, uh, well, that's called Nomad's Land uh, from a great group out of Las Vegas called Zingaya. And I tell you, whenever I hear that music, it just reminds me of sitting on the back of a camel, just kind of loping across the desert. And I actually did that once. Uh, I did it in Petra, Jordan. Uh, It was an awful lot of fun and uh, so much more fun than riding a horse. And sometimes I think if things get any hotter and drier, um, riding on the backs of camels might be in our future. Well, anyway, um, tonight uh, let me tell you about the show I have planned for you. Uh, The topic is called... Extraordinary Power of Intuition in Today's Culture with uh, Kim Chesney. Uh, Kim is uh, an internationally published author, intuition expert, and founder of Intuition Lab, a global school for incubating and accelerating intuition. Uh, And she's with me tonight discussing the rise of intuition in today's culture, uh, going hand-in-hand with the rise of female power, and how traditional patriarchal systems are incomplete without it, So they probably aren't aware of it or wouldn't admit it. (laughs) So we'll (laughs) delve into aspects of intuition, and uh, each of us can use it every day uh, to live uh, an extraordinary life if we just practiced it. So anyway, uh, let me say hello to Kim. Kim Chesty, welcome to Voices of the Sacred Feminine.
1: Thanks so much for having me, Karen. I'm so excited to talk about all this fun stuff tonight.
0: Well, you know, this is a perfect topic for uh, you know for the show. Although it's a big umbrella, and it's amazing uh, how many topics actually fit, I believe, under the sacred feminine umbrella. Uh, it's really kind of a no-brainer that uh, women's intuition uh, is one of those things that. Um, uh, you know, it's it's pretty obvious. Um, So why don't, you know, we kind of start at the beginning. Uh, What motivated you to become an expert uh, in in women's intuition?
1: Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I I think, well, the short answer is I really, I needed to understand my own intuition. Um, You know, as a woman, first of all, I just want to preface it by saying everybody has intuition, men and women. But I think as women, we are much more open to it and it just feels really like a natural part of us and a little bit more than men are are ready to do in general just yet. So I think for me, I had these very strong um, intuitive abilities and strange things would happen that I didn't understand. And I really needed to understand, like, what was going on? Like, how did this work? How is this actually a real part of our lives and and not in a, um, you know, In like a woo kind of way. The way I look at intuition, it's not something that's um, spooky or scary or in any way anything we should be afraid of. It's just really a natural part of
0: our physiology and our cognitive function. So does intuition live in a particular part of our brain? Well... (laughs) Okay, so, of course, the, the
1: most common conception we have about intuition is our third eye, right? You think about intuition, and you think about the third eye, um, and, you know, that's sort of the archetypal center of intuition. So, it is. So, yes. So, yes is, is, that, is the short answer, but there's so many different ways that we can work with our intuition. I've, I've actually, in, in the school that I teach, I call it new school intuition because... It really takes a holistic approach to intuition, instead of really just looking at it in terms of like the clairvoyance and all the the sort of old school uh, terms. And and in in this new school intuition, we talk about this holistic approach of body, mind, heart, and spirit, where our intuition works with us, in a complete level through all the different pathways in our body. So it speaks to us through our gut, it speaks to us through our third eye, it speaks to us through the feelings that we have, and the the thoughts that we have, so there's really a lot of ways that we can learn to tune into the way that you know our sort of higher self in the universe is communicating with us.
0: So let me ask you, um, I think probably um, it's, it it wouldn't be unusual to say that most people have a little bit of trouble trusting it even if they're a woman mm-hmm. um, I think maybe sometimes we wonder is it intuition or imagination is it intuition or fear mm-hmm. you know because sometimes the intuitions could be good or bad maybe it's something mm-hmm. we've been hoping for maybe it's something we've mm-hmm. been hoping not to have to deal with mm-hmm. um, is, is, there, um, is there a way to help us discern if it's really our intuition? um as opposed to um, you know wishful thinking or uh, something that we uh, you know we have, have just been afraid uh, to face or that might come up in life.
1: Yes, that is the number one question that I get from people is how do I differentiate between my intuition and my regular thoughts or my imagination? And that really gets, its such a good question, Karen, because it really gets to the core of um, what intuition development is about. Because in order to really fully step into our power and own who we are, and our intuition is really our connection to, to that inner power, whether you're a, a woman or a man, it really is your connection to your true self and your true path in life. So to really step into that, we have to trust it. And if we don't trust it, there's a fundamental problem in our self-actualization. So learning to build trust and understanding our intuitions and becoming confident that, yes, this is my intuition, or no, this is not my intuition, that's one of, like, the very most fundamental things that I teach at Intuition Labs. So um, to answer your question, and we're gonna, we are going gonna—we can do a little exercise later on in the program um, and kind of go through this, and you guys can practice for yourself. And I'll kind of um, – I have a little uh, – activity that I teach in my online course that's called a, a, an intuition litmus test. So we have like a checklist of all the different things that you can uh, go through to kind of test, is this my intuition or is it not my intuition? Um, but one of the primary things um, that you can start with right now, if you want to kind of ask yourself if you're, if you're struggling with this at home, is, um, you know, is it coming from this still quiet place of peace? So think about that place inside, it's a place of peace and power, and that's where our intuition comes from. Our intuition does not come from fear, it does not come from emotions. Um, it does not come from uh, our rationale or deductive powers. So um, people say all the time, follow your heart, follow your heart, well, you know, they're talking about your intuition, they're not saying follow your emotions because your emotions can lead you astray, but your true heart, your in- intuitive heart coming from that place of peace and power will not let you astray. It will, it will help you to self-actualize and follow your dreams. So, um, so that's the first thing. So if there's an emotional charge to your intuition, like if you're afraid or if there's, or you're really, like you said, hoping for something, it becomes tricky because we get so caught up in our feelings and our emotions, we really create a kind of static that don't let the authentic uh, intuition come through. But I do have okay. a number All of right. ways to kind of test that.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. And um, did you want to go into that at, uh, you know, right now? Mm-hmm. Mention some well, of the things? Sure.
1: Yeah, just just to kind of, like, help you guys out. Um, so, you know, first, if, it, if you pass the, the sort of emotion test and say, um, you know, just say maybe you have – let's just use an example. So you're thinking, like, I just really – feel like moving to California just feels like the right thing for me to do, right? So I'm just trying to figure out if that's, you know, um, an intuition, it's something that I should make a change in my life, or is it just a a wishful thinking that it's something good and I'm just, like, inventing it, right? So I have to check in with myself. The first thing you do is check in with yourself and, and, you know, what fears or what hopes um, are really attached to that. And if I get to the place where I don't have any real personal attachments and it's just a clear kind of knowing that this is like destined or this is something that um, you just simply are overwhelmed with the calmness of a situation instead of the emotion in a situation. So if you get to that point, then you can kind of move into a place of resonance. So that's sort of our word that we use a lot of is resonance. So something will, you hear the term, you know the truth by the way it feels, right? That kind of resonates. So something will resonate with you if if your intuition is on. So it'll start to hold. It'll start to draw you in. You'll have that vibrational alignment with it, and it will feel like it resonates with you. So that sense of resonance is a really good check-in point as well. So if you don't have a lot of emotions to it, if it's feeling resonant, if you keep coming back to it and it continues to be resonant, then that's a great way to say, you know what, this is a genuine intuition.
0: Okay. Um, well, that, that resonates with me. <laughs> um, so um, do you think women's intuition and men's intuition um, is exactly the same? And uh, have you ever thought about if we're tapping into Akashic Records, or do you think that's totally something totally different? I absolutely think that we're tapping into
1: the Akashic Records. Um, so... But I, I like kind of frame it in a different way. So, you know, the way I understand, I and mean, you know, we have sort of contemporary terminology um, that, you know, words like Akashic Records and some of the, the terms that we use don't resonate all the time with, uh, you know, people who don't really understand that. Those words can be scary to them. Um, but if you want to just kind of put it in everyday language, it's really like tapping into you know like the the programming behind your computer like everything is information and all of the data is stored in the in the universe everything that's ever happened all of everything that ever will happen all of that information is out there and with your intuition you sort of tap into your higher self which is this all knowing part of you that is connected on a higher level with that Akashic Records, or the mass information data storage, right, of the entire history of the universe and the world. So, absolutely, our intuition can plug into that and download it. Um, and the more that you practice it, and the more that you learn the techniques to do this, the more and um, the better, clear information you can get from your intuition. So, um, so really, tapping into that universal, um, all knowingness is really how intuition works. It's not like you don't have to talk to spirit guides, you don't have to you know, talk to angels, there's just so many you know, different ways, that, approaches that people take with their intuition, but it can be a very practical matter-of-fact process where you really just tune in and raise your vibration to the point where you can access uh, knowledge and information that you couldn't on an everyday level. But there's, there's steps you have to take to be able to do that. Um, okay. Also I did answer your question. And, and, go ahead. I'm sorry. You also asked me about men and women if they use their intuition the same way. Um, so, I, I, you know, I've been wrestling with this one as well because you know my husband, like you know, he before um, he met me, he was swore he had no intuition, and I had proved him otherwise. <laughs> but um, he, he does, he does go about it differently. So I think each of us is wired differently. For intuition, and, um, and you know, I think men are, are very much inclined to having sort of what I call practical intuition, which is very, like, mind-based, because they're very comfortable, um, you know, working in that regard, where women, we go with our gut a little bit more and are a little bit more feelers in terms of intuition, but that generally is, is a generality, and, and, you know, it can go back and forth, and everybody's different and unique in their own way.
0: Okay. Okay, well, do you think the role of intuition um, is changing in our culture today? And um, uh, you know, and, and why? Yeah, and now you're now
1: you're getting me fired up because I'm super excited about this, and I get up on my soapbox about this a lot because I've worked in technology for the past twenty years. So I've also been writing and teaching intuition during this time. So. For me, um, it, it became really exciting about 10 years ago working in tech when uh, I started hearing everybody talk about intuition. You know, I'd be working with, like, really cool tech companies and, like, Uber and Facebook, and all these designers are talking about intuition and think have to be intuitive, and I, and I just realized, like, wait a second. Something's going on here, you know, there's more to this intuition thing than we realize. You know, my book came out and I, I, I it, my first book was focused primarily on what I call physical intuition, which is a lot of the traditional old school intuition that you learn about. But there's so much more in terms of um, our culture and creativity and innovation that is all wrapped up in intuition too. So it is 100% tied in to this rise of the feminine that we're talking about here with the voices of the sacred feminine that this rise, the rise of the woman and the feminine energy that's come over the last fifty years. You know, it's no coincidence that intuition at the same time is, is rising and, and it's becoming this innovative force. It's really like this new holy grail for people in the business world, for, you know, artists, for spiritual teachers. I mean all of us. You know, there's it, it applies in so many levels in life now and people are finally starting to understand that it's a real thing with this amazing potential that we can tap into if we just take take some time to learn the methodologies and start developing it the same way that we developed our mind and our intelligence.
0: Well, you know, I wonder if um, there's been any research on if there's, uh, if there's a science behind it. I mean, um, I, you know, we have a lot of anecdotal evidence, I believe. You know, we have our personal experiences, mm-hmm. you know, that of mm-hmm. our friends um, but um, do you know if there's ever been any research done on you know how it works if it's real uh, anything like that
1: oh this is another one of my favorite stories so when people always ask me about paper for intuition um, I always point them to the Stargate project have uh, you seen the movie this out it just came out uh, the third eye spies I'm sorry say the title again it's called Third Eye Spies, and um, it's a documentary about the Stargate project that happened in the 60s and 70s at the Stanford Research Institute and the United States government. Um, and to, to make a long, really long story short, the government uh, funded to the tune of like $20 million, uh, about 20 years worth of psychic research and remote viewing, and um, and there was a lot of a lot of experimentation, and with Stanford University, some of the top minds in our country, and then with the DIA, the CIA, uh, the U.S. Army, all of these places um, coming together to start actually employing these remote viewers to use their intuition to actually to spy on foreign countries, and to, and, and apparently they had a lot a lot of success. Um, uh, so there has, in, it, I would highly recommend uh, that movie and or reading some of the stuff about that because they really focused on the scientific approach to intuition um, and and breaking it down into like really cut and dry experiments.
0: Interesting. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I have seen a lot on, on the idea of remote viewing, and I know there was a, mu- a movie out a few years ago about it. Uh, it had a funny title. I can't recall what it uh, uh, what it was at the moment here, but uh, it was exactly about that, the government uh, you the know, men- trying to see if there was anything to remote viewing. That was uh, The Men Who Stared Goats. Yes, yes, that's absolutely true. Absolutely true. Um, so uh, I, I, I wanted to make sure I mentioned uh, your books. Uh, the one I know about mm-hmm. is uh, psych, uh, Psychic Workshop, a complete program for fulfilling your spiritual potential. Uh, but it sounds like you also have another one, Kim?
1: I have one in the works. So uh, uh, that's, this is my new one's going to be focused on a. Um, kind of expanded view of intuition, kind of the stuff that we're talking about tonight. So I'll, I'll have more news and announcements coming out on that one shortly. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, the psychic workshop is really a great uh, book to start out with your intuition and really start practice, uh, practice using it because it's very practical and has a lot of exercises. And um, this new one will too, but it will also incorporate some of the things we're talking about today in terms of, um, you know, this new school intuition and a holistic approach.
0: Okay, and, and the one that's out now, though, uh, the Psychic Workshop, uh, you can get that at all the regular places, right, uh, Amazon or ordered from a local bookstore or whatever? Yes,
1: that's, that's available everywhere, um, and I do also um, have an online school, the Intuition Lab, that, um, where I teach a lot of the methodologies from that book and from some of the, the newer things that we're working on. So um, both of those things are on the Internet, and you can check them out.
0: Well, the Intuition Lab, uh, is that something somebody can do with you uh, on the Internet or they don't have to actually be in your presence to take one of those classes?
1: Yeah, Yeah, it's an online school. We do also do in-person events here in Pittsburgh, and I actually host retreats all over the world. Um, We do intuition retreats, which are uh, wonderful, wonderful awakening experiences with, um, you know, we generally have small groups of predominantly women um, that attend these retreats. But I also do um, immersive online programs, like two to three month programs for intuitive development and and also certification. for professionals um, who really want to use intuition in the work they're doing, whether they're holistic practitioners, or leaders, or artists. There's so many applications of intuition
0: yeah well and and you know I've been talking a lot on the show and uh in my personal life uh about um, how we are developing as human beings and um you know sometimes that might sound like a crazy idea when we turn on the news and we see how regressive uh some mm-hmm. human beings are but you know I, uh, mm-hmm. but, but you know I think there's a you know a, a really large percentage of us who uh, really do want to uh evolve and uh you know tap into our higher potential uh maybe use a part of the brain that uh you know we haven't been conditioned to use uh you know whether that be uh, you know through manifestation using our intuition uh you know whatever that might look like and um, you know i've often said um you know I wonder if one of the ancient uh, wisdoms we've lost is the knowledge that we create our reality. in um, mm-hmm. in a sense, then we can also uh, you know, manifest what it is we, you know, we, we need or desire. And imagine if we ever got to the point as humans where we knew we had that ability, like we know the sun is going to come up tomorrow, or if mm-hmm. we prick our finger, it's going to bleed. You know, we had absolute certainty we could uh, shape our, um, you know uh, uh you know shape our life you know kind of like neo in the matrix you know is it the red pill or the blue pill you know and he saw that he could bend reality and shape it um and so where i'm going with this is um uh, thinking about intuition is one of those things that could be uh, a bigger part of our life um, I wonder if you've uh, thought about that and you know how might society change if we uh, practiced this used it more it became second nature to more people
1: I love that I love that so much um... I don't even know where to begin because, yes, I agree with you 100%. Like ha- having that ability, I think is definitely—it's um, almost like it's something that we've forgotten about. And, and intuition's a lot like that too. I mean, I—I I feel like, you know, originally, you know, we were truly intuitive human beings, and you know, at some point, something happened, and we started making that shift to the mind, and we had to create language and all of this other stuff to compensate for this lack of intuition. But seeing this as a, a return, you know, it's coming full circle now where we're coming to a point where we're rediscovering these lost, um, this lost knowledge about our real capability as human beings. You know, there's a lot of talk about the evolution of human beings becoming five, fifth dimensional, really being able to, um, to have this sense of higher awareness pervade our life and our consciousness and you know for most of us we can you know we still just have glimpses of it you know for the, for the everyday person who's working in this uh, area really trying to develop their intuition you know they they happen more often you 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 know be, begin to have this relationship with your higher self and this new understanding of the world that gradually grows and opens up to a higher level um but ultimately you know if if we can get you know really a density that that a density of the human population started to do this and started to become aware of this that not only were they able to create a reality and intuition is so important with manifestation because it really helps us to discern what we need to be manifesting right because you know if, if we know we can manifest we want to want to be sure we're manifesting our best life and our best path and not manifesting something that might be a distraction or you know or something that's not what we think it's going to be for us. So our intuition is really crucial in the manifestation process to really keep us aligned with our path and our purpose. So you know, envisioning a, a world in the future where uh, more people can do that and more people um, are aligned with their truth and living their truth. And, and what that means, ultimately, is there's some fundamental changes that some people might not want to see. So this is where it gets really tricky and, you know, you hear like conspiracy theories and things like this, but the reality is, is we, we live in a world, first of all, without secrets. You know, what does a world without secrets look like where, you know, we have all have access to everything, right, at all times? You know, there, the idea of privacy, we get really upset about that on our phones, but the real idea of privacy is there is no such thing as privacy in the universe because everything is recorded everything that we're doing in this world is recorded in energy signatures so the idea of of privacy is an illusion to begin with um so understanding that is is a sea change in in our consciousness and and how will people act differently when they know that they don't have a privacy when they really understand that they're going to be accountable for every single thing they do so so that's a huge thing you know and the other huge thing is that the byproduct of this whole thing is unity no longer and if we don't have secrets we don't have separation and you know there's so much potential in terms of people coming together and 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 not having these divisions and not being siloed because their intuition can help us to have empathy for each other and connect so really it has so much potential to create all this good you know um will human beings with our nature be able to do that i don't know
0: well and, and I agree with you. I think, you know, um a lot of what causes the uh division in the world is fear. Um, you know, and um I think, you know, when people become maybe more confident in uh in their own innate ability, um uh, you, you know then i I think a lot of the fear goes away, and when a lot of the fear goes away, the ugliness and the divisiveness mm-hmm. and the polarization and the you know seeing people as other you know i think uh, I think that really all goes away i mean it it uh, it, it's, it it serves us in ways we might not even uh imagine uh, you know is because it would it would just uh, you know help us become um, Uh, you know our our best self I think you know our Mm -hmm. our Mm -hmm. most authentic self and um and and also too, you know, I, I'm I'm thinking that uh, uh, you know it would be so much easier to know things like, well, do I stay at this job? You know, is this other job for me? What, uh, you know, is is he the one for me or is she the one for me? Uh, I mean, there's uh, we go through life with so much uncertainty, and um, I think that uh, you know we would have a lot less of that.
1: Absolutely. I mean, that's that. I mean, you really hit the nail on the head in terms of, you know, aligning. I always talk about, um, you know, intuition is really key to authenticity. I mean, that's really um, the measure of, of how aligned you are with your intuition is how authentic you are because it's, you know, really purpose in life is to lead you to your true self and your true mission and purpose in this world. So um, when you're aligned, you have that certainty. And being in that it's a wonderful place to be when you just know this is what I'm supposed to be doing, this is the person I'm supposed to be with and, and you feel so aligned with that and are able to then fulfill your mission around that, that's like that's the power of intuition when it's in motion and really helping us to move into that place of self actualization and ultimately enlightenment and that's where it leads us to that this sort of higher understanding of the true self that we are.
0: Yeah, I, I think when people think about intuition, they don't think about the full potential of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they just kind of um I don't know, they they don't give it quite the um you know, the the heft that it mm-hmm. that really deserves, you know, and and how mm-hmm. it really could uh, you know, play in a, you know, a really valuable um part of our life um, well I'm going to take a break for a minute here uh, because um, I have a clip from the trailer for Joe Carson's film uh, dancing with Gaia that I want to play for listeners uh, but when we come back we um, uh, you know what i'd like to do kim is uh do one of those exercises that you mentioned and also um i wanted to ask you about your thoughts about how intuition plays into things like tarot reading and and that sort Mm -hmm. of thing uh but uh, but we'll uh we'll get we'll get back to that in uh in just a second sounds great okay
2: Let me say a few things about Joe Carson's film Dancing with Gaia, an exploration of earth based spirituality shot at sacred sites around the world. Here is Drusilla Pettibone on DearMist.com. I was truly touched and even awed by the film. I really appreciate that there is so much substantive information to digest. For example, the info about henges and tracing the horizon line is all new to me and totally fascinating. The film was very beautiful and I was amazed how it was able to capture so many of the descriptions visually and seamlessly connect vintage footage with modern. I especially loved when images were dynamically superimposed on each other like the lace with the water and the dancing in the flowering meadow. A visual feast and with so many layers. I am also pleased to have been introduced to Monica Shu and her work It's so important for pagans to become aware of our heritage. It seems easily lost among so many new books, and the film really brought me home in a new way. Dancing with Gaia is available at dancingwithgaia.com.
0: Dancing with Gaia is available only at DancingWithGaia.com. So uh, tonight my guest is uh, Kim Chesney. She is an internationally published author, intuition expert, and founder of Intuition Lab, which is a global school for incubating and accelerating intuition. Uh, She's touched thousands of lives by raising awareness of intuition as a crucial element in the evolution of consciousness. Uh, Her book uh, is The Psychic Workbook, Uh, I'm sorry, the Psychic Workshop, a complete program for fulfilling your spiritual potential. Uh, And it has been published uh, around the globe in multiple languages uh, for over a decade. Um, So, Kim, um, I want to talk a little bit about um, where you think intuition uh, plays into things like tarot reading, and uh, you know, and, and I want to kind of go beyond the obvious, you know, because I think any reader, of course, is using, you know, their intuition and tapping into it. But what I'm thinking about is something a little bit more specific, and I'll give you a, a personal example. Uh, before I move up to where I'm living now, um, I was thinking about the move, and I wasn't sure if it was the right thing to do, and I was trying to tap into my intuition using all sorts of methods, and uh, one of the things I did for fun uh, was actually go to a class to teach me how to read uh, tarot cards, and um, one of the readings that we did was, um, you know, we were just doing a three-card spread, which was, uh, I think, past current and future, if memory serves me right. And looking back on it in hindsight, I kind of feel like the cards were a reflection of my current state of uh, awareness, uncertainty, fear, um, as opposed to the future, because when I actually did move, um, all of the things I were worried about, none of those things happened. And I don't know. I guess I just want your feedback on um, if you, you know, how, I, I, I don't know. What, what are your? I, I don't want to color your answer. You know, mm-hmm. I just want to know what your thoughts are in terms of, um, you know, how we use our intuition with. Uh, Tools like the cards or maybe something else, a pendulum or or whatever?
1: Yeah, that's a really great question. Um, We work a lot with, um, I call them wisdom cards because we don't use um, specifically a tarot deck, but um, I work with um, the illuminated tarot. I guess it is a tarot deck, but it really is just um, a series of images that are... Really lovely and um, not scary. Like you know, I think I I use the card deck to teach people how to use their intuition a lot, like what you did. It sounds like um, because they're excellent tools for helping you to uh, learn how to recognize your intuition and what intuition is. Um, so in terms of you know doing a reading and the kind of information you got, the number one thing I always tell when they're working with these cards is that um, it's your intuition first. It's your intuition that matters above and beyond any um, sort of systems or framework that you're applying to your reading. Like if you did your reading and you're, you, know, you're, you set your intention that you were going to be past, present, and future, if you're in there turning those cards over and your intuition's talking to you and your intuition's like, you know what, no, this feels like it's, um, you know, it's more applicable to right now. Your, your intuition trumps any sort of boundaries. Because at the end of the day, that's what we have to do. We have to listen to our intuition first. Um, it's about our first impression. It's about um, being flexible and fluid and not conforming to knowledge systems. Because so, knowledge systems and intuition, like they don't, they don't go great together. Um, it's usually one or the other. So I, I, I'm, you know, I encourage you to go into your intuition and honor whatever your intuition told you about that card spread, over you know what might have been attributed to um, to the process in terms of this is the past, this is the future, or whatever. Your intuition knew how to speak to you, and will go above and beyond any of the rules to do that
0: well and, and and that being said it also calls up this idea of somebody else reading for you um mm-hmm. you know because um i'm thinking well that's obviously i guess that's not really it, you know maybe that's you know apples and oranges because this person mm-hmm. You're not tapping into your intuition when someone else is reading for you, yeah, so skip mm-hmm. that that uh, that, mm-hmm. that that yeah that would that would not be irrelevant. It would just be as you're using the chords, what might the mm-hmm. chords help trigger uh, in in your own mm-hmm. intuition um, well let's let's uh, go ahead and uh, maybe do one of the exercises you mentioned um, mm-hmm. you know at the top of the show um how How do you want to proceed with that? I'll turn it over to you
1: okay great sure so um one of my favorite exercises um is it's a quick and easy way to make a decision using your intuition so um i'm going to teach you guys how to do it right now and this is something that you can do every day all day any day wherever you are or you can close your eyes and meditate on it or you can do it in your mind's eye while you're driving your car still paying attention to the road of course um, it's, it's a very simple way to uh, make a choice with your intuition. But back to what we were talking about earlier, um, about not understanding whether something is an intuition or not, not being able to make choices, this, is a, this provides a framework for us to put, um, you know, very specific information in its place and allow our intuition to speak to us. Um, so do you want to do this, uh,
0: Karen, along with us here?
1: Should we... Should we uh yeah. Can I sure. Yeah. It with the group yeah. So we can talk it through.
0: Yeah. Um, sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be fun.
1: Okay. Great. All right. So this is this is what I'd like you to do. So I would like you to think of something in your life that you're making a choice between, um, and it doesn't have to be anything like really personal. It could be something as simple as like, am I going to buy this dress for the wedding or am I going to buy that dress for the wedding? You know what I mean, or, um you know, do I want to take a trip to this place or take a trip to that place, but it could also be something really important, like you know if your career change or a relationship or anything that any decision that you're working on making in your life, but you really have been putting the pros and the cons together, but you're like not a hundred percent sure either way on either one. Can you think of something like that?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, do you want me to say what it is, or do you uh, do? Am I just supposed to think about it myself?
1: Yeah, we'll just do this uh, it, it, quietly in your in your mind right now, and then we can talk about it afterwards. How about that?
0: Okay. All right. Sounds good. Um, so yeah, I I know what the question is, uh, so to speak. Great. So
1: um so so think of think of the two options, right? It's, ideally it's a choice between two options. If you get really good at this, you can choose between like three or four options. But for today, let's just keep it simple, a this or that. Like I really need to choose between this and that, or I need to do if this is the path for me or if that's the path for me. So, I want you to think of a symbol okay. that represents each Yeah, think of a symbol that represents each choice. For example, if you are thinking about should I take a trip to um, Hawaii, or should I take a trip to Alaska, you could kind of create in your mind like a symbol of a beach for Hawaii and like a glacier or something for Alaska. So kind of think of some symbol that represents each choice, and let me know when you have that.
0: Um. Okay, let's see I have a symbol to represent uh, well what I'm doing is I'm trying to decide I, there's a project I'm trying to decide if I'm going to move forward mm-hmm. with so I mm-hmm. so I have an image of the project uh, mm-hmm. you know it, it, moving forward in the affirmative and, mm-hmm. um, and 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 I so I need an image of if I decide not to do the project mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Um, so. So that, um, okay, yeah, I have an image for that. You could
1: even, yeah, you could just, you could pick anything you want. It could even be as simple as, like, uh, green light and a red light or, like, uh, you know what I mean? Or you could just be, like, you with the project or you doing whatever the project isn't or, you know what I mean? So anything that would I like that red light, green light thing. Yeah. Yeah, that red light, green
0: light thing thing makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yep.
1: So that's a good way if you're trying to get a yes, no answer, right? If you're just like yes or no, then you can use a red light, green light, or you can use a stop sign and like, I don't know, whatever's the opposite of a stop sign, a go sign, <laughs> you know? So you can use okay. any kind of symbology that works, right? Um, so so kind of take those images and then put one to the left side of your mind's eye and one to the right in your field of vision. Just kind of imagine it. Use your imagination. You've got your third eye right there in the middle. And to the left kinda of put one and then to the right kinda of put the other. And and just we'll take a minute and go into silence and just kinda of take a deep breath and clear your head so you can just like if you have anything that you know, stress in there and just and just kind of move in to awareness of these two things. These two symbols in your mind's eye. Now. Okay. Okay, now now, just kind of put your attention on them and then just notice how, just kind of relax and let them do whatever they want. Now, just one of them sort of resonate with you more than the other. Does one grow closer and bigger? Does one draw you in more than the other? Maybe one pulls back or moves away. If you, If you just put your attention on them and move into them, they'll start to resonate with you in different
0: ways. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I feel I, the surprisingly difference. Surprisingly, yes. Yeah, yeah. Right, and then pretty soon, if you
1: just keep going into that, one of them is going to really start to resonate with you strongly, and then, and then you're going to get this feeling of of sort of certainty, of a quiet certainty. Yeah. That should hold.
0: Yeah.
1: Right, and if that holds and stays with you, see right now, this is now you're in the place of your intuition.
0: Okay. Okay,
1: and so this when you get cool. there, what, what, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I, this is, I, I do this with students all the time. They're like, okay, I, it just clicks because now you know that that feeling that you're feeling right now. Remember that because that's how your intuition feels. So whenever you're out trying to make a choice, doing your daily decisions, and you come back to that feeling, that sort of little in, inner knowingness about something, that's your intuition breaking through in a moment and, and, and guiding you and pulling you in the direction so it's whichever one of those two images are resonating with you pulling you in interacting with you engaging with you that's the way that your intuition is leading you or that's the information that your intuition is wanting to convey to you does it make sense well that to was you? pretty
0: awesome yeah 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 it actually does um I, and it you know and really, I think maybe sometimes we overthink things um and um it but that was really simple, and I feel like it was really effective um and i, I can't wait to try it on something else actually <laughs> um, so uh, yeah that was that was pretty awesome uh thank you so much. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I love doing it. I use it all the time. I've been using it years so now. I mean, it's just like, oh, sometimes I forget. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what I teach. I've got to go do that
0: right now. <laughs> it's a great way to make choices. <laughs> well, 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 Kim, I like that. I really do. And uh, and I appreciate uh, you calling in tonight. And uh you know, sharing this, uh, you know, your life's work here with us. I mean, it's such mm-hmm. an important thing. And, you know, and as we said, I think moving into the future as we involve, uh, evolve as humans, it's going to really become uh, even more vital, you know, even more regular part of our life rather than something we kind of just, you know, maybe do for fun or on a whim. Um, you know, I, I think even about the idea of medical intuitives, you know. Uh, I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. the real thing. I mean, I have a friend who is a really good mentor you know uh medical intuitive and uh, and and I know that's kind of a scary thing but um uh you know i i, I don't know i i think there's going i think there's going be a lot more of this as uh you know as we mm-hmm. expand our mind and we start u- using more of our brain. Um, mm-hmm. So let me just mention your, your, your book and website again. Uh, I have been mm-hmm. talking to Kim Chesney, C-H-E-S-T-N-E-Y, and her website is her name, KimChesney.com. And you want to go get uh, her book, uh, The Psychic Workshop, a complete program for fulfilling your spiritual potential. And Kim, I assume a lot of the stuff we talked about tonight, um, people could go into a little bit more depth in your book yes
1: yes definitely in the book and also i have a free intuition awakening guide on my website and also a free starter kit at intuition Labs. so if you want to just jump in and start practicing some of this stuff you can just log in and i have a bunch of um, guides and little meditations and some fun stuff that you can do just like this exercise we did today
0: well, that sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, I may actually go there myself because the, the project that just got a red light. Um, you know, I might be looking for something uh, to see what the green light is. <laughs> well, well, thank you, Kim. Um, I, I I appreciate your time tonight and uh, you know helping listeners and myself with this. Uh, you know, with the power of intuition.
1: Well, it has been a pleasure being here. It was so nice talking with you. Thanks for having me, Karen.
0: Oh, uh you're you're more than welcome all right Uh, well that about uh, does it uh, for me tonight listeners Uh, I do have to cut things just a tad bit short tonight I have to be somewhere in about 15 minutes but uh, I want to thank you for your listener loyalty as always uh, you are the gas in my tank that has kept me going here for uh, the last 13 years and I would invite you to be with me every Wednesday night and uh, when you need a Voices of the Sacred Feminine fix and we're not going to be live go to the archives there are some great stuff there. It is still all relevant. It is not dated in the least, and um, I, I think you'll really enjoy it. So uh, wherever you are, I hope you're managing to try to stay cool and uh, do your best to enjoy the summer. And, you know, I think there's only about uh, 35 more days until the fall begins, so maybe this heat will be a thing of the past before too long. Uh, Thank you all again, and um, have a great week and weekend, and um, that's all for me tonight. Bye-bye.